Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 187 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. Yeah, I'm here. And Matt. Hey. And that's it, because Pete's not here, you motherfucker. He wanted, he really wanted rest. He really wanted to watch the Packers lose. That's what it lose atrocious, atrociously. Like it was, it it. I I looked it up. Like I heard Matt come in. I'm like, oh, I wonder if Matt's gonna be drunk <laughs> or if he's gonna be kind of somber tonight. Because <laughs> like, because if, if it was a really good game, I imagine there'd be lots of beers being drank well, yeah. and celebration. You would want to drink. <laughs> I had three beers. It was depressing. Yeah, it sounds like like that's just a brutal score. When your score is less than half. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just sad. Just hashtag sad. Hashtag sad hashtag every day. Sad. So, Carlos, uh, what have you been up to this week? Nothing exciting, really. Uh, I guess we recorded Soundwave this week. Soundwave. And since Matt came back from New York, our topic was uh, New York, New York. New York, New York. Bands and songs about New York. It was pretty good. We yeah. we had We had a good selection of songs, and we could have kept going. Because I didn't realize how many bands were actually from New York. There's a lot from New York. Yep, there are. There are. No, it was a good. It was a good show. That's good. Uh, let's see. What did we do yesterday? We went to uh, went to Forty Fifth. Forty Fifth for the ta- a tasting, and that was fun. Yeah, then we went to John Barleycorns. Yeah, I mean Barley John's. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you call it that? Oh, Pete's dad calls it that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and so it's just this running. Have joke fun now. at Barleycorns. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the food was all right there. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. Like I had a bratwurst. You can't really mess up with a. That's bratwurst. true. You can't really mess that up. What did you have? I had a uh, Cuban. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you never know. It wasn't as good as like a uh, Patty Ryan's Cuban. Yeah. Oh, and I also had some uh, some Swiss and bacon dip. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And then I had a bunch of beers, which were also very Sounds good. Sounds like interesting options for a brew house. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay. That's the right word. I don't know. It wasn't. There wasn't really anything bad except Carlos's bean dip. But <laughs> it needed a meat in there. Like you needed beans and some meat, lot. and then warm it up. Well, yeah, it was it was a cold dip, and we yeah. all had hot dips, and so uh, he was yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be sad too, Carlos. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the bar, the beers were good. You only ended up having one though. Yeah, I don't know. I just was wasn't feeling well. And you know when that one is an 11% double right. Yeah, yeah. That they give you an entire pint of for some reason. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you drink an entire pint of it? Cuz it's 11% double IPA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was 45th. 45th is yeah. a lot of fun. I I really enjoy that tour. Um and uh we brought uh Jake Tom with us. And he had can actually drink there. Yeah, he had four cocktails before the tour began. <laughs> uh, then another uh, another one after the tour. Nice. He was he was doing pretty good. Good. He good. was pretty sauced. He bought uh, two bottles of uh, well, a bottle of lemon cello and a bottle of orange cello. Nice. And, yeah, and the Bloody Marys that they mixed up there were good. Like they used like uh, some of their. Uh, the they like they a their Chipotle stuff. vodka, or uh, horseradish, or horseradish, yeah, horseradish vodka, and then a dill akfeet. And like that. Really worked really well together to make a good Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. And I had the old fashioned with uh, with the orange cello in it instead nice. of the yeah, sort of muddling stuff. There you go. 
Very good. I, I had an old-fashioned like tune. Like, that was good. I didn't have as many as Casey having four <laughs> old-fashioned. Hey, man. You know? You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Old-fashioned's just so damn good. They just go down so easy, they too. Do. They do. Like, booze juice. <laughs> and I love booze juice. Oh, I did not drink a whole lot, I guess. I, I only had, like, a Bloody Mary and uh, Old Fashioned, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then we kept the party going last night by just drinking more. <laughs> yeah. Put some of the uh, games on quick stuff up from uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, stuff that we missed. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Have you mapped anything else, Carlos? Not really. No? Nothing? Nothing, nothing exciting. All right. Matt, what about you? Nope, nothing. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the worst. Well, after being in New York, nothing really can compare to that after a week of not being on the air. Yep, now Matt's life sucks because yep. he's not living in New York. And the Packers lost. And the Packers lost. And the Packers <laughs> lost. <laughs> it was just a work week. Wah, wah, and now wah. the parents are gone, so I got to take care of the dogs. So, yeah, that's 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 that. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. What did, what did I do? Anything exciting this week? I don't think so. I fixed fixed an old uh, fixed some old people's computer for them. Oh. Well, so it's not really fixing their computer. It's uh, more. I go there and they're like, I think there's something wrong, but I don't know. So take a look at it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just slow because it's old. Uh yes. yes <laughs> and they're yes. like, make it faster. Well, I can't. Yeah. That... Now, how do I put my pictures on there? <laughs> well, there's multiple ways, but uh, so here you connect your phone, you press the import button. There you oh, okay, go. Okay, so you weren't trying to go from film to digital. Oh God, no! <laughs> do they not have grandkids to do this for them? They do, and I loved this bit. He he uh, he sat. We sat down, and I'm working on the thing, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, my uh, my my uh, my son-in-law. He comes over here and he does stuff, but man, he's just always so busy. I don't want to bother him with it." So you'll bother me with it? Yeah. <laughs> Are these like family friends or something? Uh yeah, old okay. family friends. See, that's why you should be set. You have to say like, look, I can't. I'm kind of busy. You have to do that more often. You got, you got to turn them down. No, oh, I turned them down a lot. They called. They they called me today and I didn't answer. Ten minutes later, I got a text message. False alarm. We uh we persisted a little bit and figured it out ourselves. <laughs> can do that a little bit more often. <laughs> It wouldn't be so bad if I didn't have to drive all the way out to Ellsworth, yeah. and then, yeah. Ellsworthless. Ellsworth, man. It's it's a ways out. Uh, Common Man apparently started doing breakfast. Saw a picture of uh, oh. of Rick down there eating his Common Man breakfast. So that's pretty exciting, I guess, if you're in Why Ellsworth. Why can't he be here talking about his Common Man breakfast? Because he's too busy taking pictures of his sad dad. Oh, true, true. I don't know. It's Rick, man. I don't, I got nothing. Uh, let's see what else, man. I thought we, I thought there was something else that happened the other day, but I can't remember now. Uh, let's see, we had, we had Mike on. Um, hmm, hmm. Oh, uh, Mike Ficino bought a big piece of pitchfork. I don't know. That's supposed to be common knowledge, but it is now. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's so. Yeah, he sold his he sold his piece of patties, and now he's yeah he's at Pitchfork, and which is kind of cool. Nothing else big happened this last week, right? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. That's it. That is it. That is it. What? Yep. No, that's that's the only exciting things that have happened this week. Yeah. Kind of a dull week, guys. Right. Nothing else matters. Yep. All right. So uh, I guess we could dive into some beer. Yeah. That's a thing. Oh, I'm gonna get a taster glass. Oh yeah, me too. Hey, look at there's three. There's four right in front of me. 
Oh, hey, look at that. We'll just use those then. <sighs> Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, I really like how nothing else happened this week. It's yeah. been really entertaining with nothing else With happening. nothing else happening. Yeah. And so we're just going to keep going with nothing, <laughs> nothing else, else happened. happened. All right, uh, so uh, we're we're going to be drinking a, uh, it's called Paradisiac from Fair State. Uh, it's, it's a bottle that uh, Pete left here. And so I was hoping he'd be <laughs> Did you snap Pete it? Nope, not yet. I'm going to. You should. <laughs> That's funny. Because he was supposed to be here. <laughs> and I told him we were going to open it. All right, uh, it's by Fair State Brewing uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, it's an American wild ale coming in at 6.1% ABV. Uh, it's a blend of two different barrel-fermented mixed-culture beers with grapefruit, uh, puree, and fresh hand-squeezed lemon and orange juice. Bright, funky, and sour is what this beer is supposed to be. Yeah, it has that funky sour smell to it. Ooh, that does smell funky. It's got the funk. It's not funky in a bad way either, so that's good. That's a good one. Ooh, that's a tart I one there. I took a video of you handing it off to me. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is, uh, I like the, it has a good sourness to it, so. Yeah. Anything else about it? Well, I've only had like one sip. Maybe I might need the rest of that bottle to f- uh, yeah. Check. yeah, take it. Take yeah, it. You be, just just dome it, man. You know that I hate sours, so right? Oh yeah, Pete's gonna love that I'm trying this and he's not because I hate sours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he could have responded to. Ooh. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is an oofta. <laughs> that is an oofta there. Yeah, it's an oofta. It's nice, refreshing sour. What um, is refreshing it's about not, that? You know, and to me, like like a, like a lemonade. Refreshing like a lemon. It's not too sour either. Like at least I don't think so. It's not like uh, the the first, puckering. Yeah, the right. the first one was like the first initial hit of it, but the second calms down a little bit. Yeah, Matthew, what do you think? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a sour. <laughs> <laughs> no nuance or anything. Uh, there. No, 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 no. It's just it's tart. I, I'll never understand how you guys are obsessed with sours. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Big. It smells like pineapple juice. I grew up eating Atomic Warhead candies. I did too, but I I don't want to ever experience another Atomic Warhead. That's my problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I can taste the lemon, but the grapefruit and the orange are kind of hidden. I'm not getting a whole lot of that. <laughs> yeah, like maybe there's a little bit of uh, grapefruit on like the back end, but besides that, I, it's yeah. kind of hard yeah. to... It's good, though. Yeah, it's good. It's a good sour. Yeah, all those fruity flavors, they all kind of just blend into... Yeah, it's just very like well, it's it's all like tart citrus. Yeah, and so it just it kind of just becomes a tart citrus. Yeah, it's like you squeeze the lemon inside of an orange and a grapefruit all at once, and yeah, over a pineapple as you eat the pineapple. Yeah, that's actually a really good, uh, <laughs> really good analogy. <laughs> I Pulled like that it. one out of my ass. <laughs> You're a brilliant man, Matthew. <laughs> There's a reason we keep you around. Oh, good. It's not just for your good looks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guys. You heard it here first. Matt's not just a pretty Shit. face. Actually, I don't know if he's a pretty face, yeah. but yeah. get this year's Blondie Studios calendar 2017 to find out. <laughs> <laughs> the sexy poses. That would be so much. Oh, that'd be hilarious. We should do that. 
Not just me. Everybody. No, yeah, no, we thing. need to do a topless BNS calendar. <laughs> calendar. Maybe, maybe get like the one where we're carrying the fire hose. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. know, there we go. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then you in front of your, your brewing supplies. Yeah, just holding the mash paddle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> just the mash paddle. There's nothing else the there. Only wearing an apron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little too short. <laughs> we'll conveniently place a, a growler of beer where his ass is. <laughs> <laughs> Send us messages if you do want this. Right, stuff. yeah. <laughs> Thinking pre-orders we now. Way to make money. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. So yeah, what do you rate this beer, uh, guys? Yeah, Carlos, go ahead and rate this beer. I really like it. It's a really solid sour. I'm gonna give it a. I'm actually gonna give it a, an eight, mm. an eight and a half. Oh, I got some orange in that one. I'll give her a six and a half. I'll give her a seven. A good seven right there. Uh, actually, you know, I'm gonna bump it up half a point just because Pete's not here. <laughs> so, seven and a half. Yeah, no, it's real good. I haven't had a sour for a while. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have a sour. He hasn't even opened our snap yet. He's just ignoring. Yeah, oh, maybe he's cr- crying. Oh, he's gonna be so pissed when he opens that snap. He's gonna be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> The Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's, that's him. That's me. That's me. Right there, guys. That's me. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company has announced a recall of certain 12-ounce bottles of its pale ales, IPAs, and other beers after detecting a packaging flaw that could cause a piece of glass to break off into the bottle. A statement Sunday said it said the recall applies to eight different types of its craft beers, purchased in 36 states across the Midwest, the South, and the East Coast of the United States. The recalled beers were packaged between December 5th, 2016 and January 13th, 2017. The recall was issued after quality inspections at the company's Mills River, North Carolina brewery detected a limited number of bottles made with a flaw that may cause a small piece of glass to break off and possibly fall into the bottle. So, if you have any uh, Sierra Nevada in your fridge, just make sure that you check the... the, uh, the bottling dates on those, uh, and if it falls within that range, just double check the uh, the recall status there. Interesting. And yeah, just I mean, we don't want you to to die like drinking beer. God, think about getting your insides sliced open by swallowing some glass. Well, now I'm sad. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to think of that. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> jackass. <laughs> Carlos opening that bottle at that one. Yeah, just seeing, event. just seeing. Uh, Finger meat yeah. hanging on the. <laughs> well, I think that maybe a little finger meat might add something to some beers. It probably would. It was oh, that was a bottle of it's old your Rasputin, first venture right? into yeah. cannibalism, right? Yeah, he was he was trying it out. Didn't yep. didn't take. No, nope, nope. thank God. Uh, otherwise, he might try to eat me. <laughs> he forgot <laughs> he that it's supposed to be it? somebody else's meat. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, auto cannibalism. Gotta is not start good. somewhere. <laughs> God, that's disgusting. <laughs> auto cannibalism. Wow. Uh, if you ever need any motivation to clean up your house, then this is it. Uh, Jomel Panisa was tidying up his home in Logston, Oregon, while holed up during a snowstorm on Monday when he stumbled across a year-old winning lottery ticket, which turned out to be worth $1 million. He'd bought the Mega Millions ticket for the Oregon lottery from a mini-mart uh, in Newport on January 15, 2016. 
uh, according to the state's lottery agency. But on returning home, he placed it inside an envelope in his home office and then totally forgot about it for almost 12 months. With the ticket set to expire just eight days after its rediscovery, Panisa claimed his winnings on the same day. I really wish he would have just completely forgotten and realized it later on. Just, yeah! That would be sad. (laughs) I would have been real, like, straight up depressed on that one. Like Lottery tickets, I guess I've only really ever bought in, like, maybe six or seven. Like, actual, like, Powerball lottery Mm -hmm. tickets. So I do go check those because I know that I have them. But, like, how do you just forget... Like oh well, he probably like bought it and like stuffed it, stuck it in the envelope. But like, why? Would and he... I just kind of went on with his day, like just assumed I mean, that he I'd didn't buy win. I buy it the night of the lottery and just shove it in my pocket. Then I'll wake up the next morning and be like, oh no. I don't know, man. Maybe people aren't as organized or disorganized as you. Okay. I don't. I, I that, don't. And like, that's not an excuse to clean my 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 house. You I might know you I might have, have a year right. I don't. I know I don't either. <laughs> like that is straight up just not a thing that I have. It is one of those hiding somewhere. Alternative facts. There you go. Next. <laughs> this thief is a real pizza work. A man in South Wales was caught on camera stealing two pizzas while dressed as a beer bottle. The saucy surveillance pic was taken New Year's Day at Papa John's Pizza in Barrie, South Wales. The unidentified pizza thief entered a staff-only area, grabbed two pies, and left without paying. Luckily, it doesn't look like he took any dough. Uh, it might seem easy to track down a giant Heineken bottle... Uh, but like a beer that, uh, that's been opened for six hours, the search seems to have gone flat. <laughs> Authorities are hoping to nab the giant Heineken uh, right in the bud by releasing a photo of the pizza thief. We all know a few beers often lead to a takeaway, but this brazen beverage seems to have forgotten to pay for his. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, it's gone flat. Uh, I don't know if we could uh, cram any more puns into that no, paragraph. No, that was good. That was See, good. on the one hand, that's like a good disguise if you're going to do a robbery. But on the other hand, you know, if they just find the disguise at your place, they just have to... Yeah, how, how many giant Heineken bottles can there be? Yeah, there can't I feel like that that's many. something you could track down, like, order-wise. <sighs> uh, the DMV has driven one man to do something extraordinary. On December 11th, Nick Stafford pushed five wheelbarrows full of loose coins into the Department of Motor Vehicles in (laughs) Lebanon, Virginia. (laughs) Uh, Stafford, who has been fighting with with the DMV for months, decided to pay uh, $2,987.14 in taxes on his car with 298,745 pennies. Uh, the facility's automated coin counting machine couldn't handle the load, and employees were forced to count the uh, 15, uh, 1,500 pounds of change by hand. Stafford said that he arrived at the DMV at 9 a.m. Wednesday, and the staff was not done counting pennies until early Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. The whole thing stemmed from a long-standing grudge against the department. You may ask, why go through all this trouble, Stafford wrote on his website. In 2016, I paid nearly $300,000 in just state and federal income tax, and I have zero tolerance for any government employee refusing to to follow the laws of the Commonwealth. That's why. This guy sounds like a pompous ass. Uh, In September, Stafford tried to call his local DMV to ask what he calls a 30-second question about where to register his car and pay the sales tax, since he owns multiple houses in the area. I mean, this guy... I relate to all of these problems that he's having. Multiple houses, $300,000 in taxes. 
Jesus Christ. What is this DMV fine? What, what uh, oh, you know, it's just taxes on the car. Oh, okay. Uh, the phone number uh, listed online uh, put him on hold for over an hour. A direct line to the Lebanon DMV wasn't listed online, so he made a Freedom of Information Act request for the number, which he was given. When Stafford called, the person who answered told him he wasn't allowed to call that number and hung up on him. He called the same number repeatedly until he finally had his question answered. Yet, to prove a point, he called the number again and requested uh, the private unlisted numbers of nine other DMV offices in Virginia. The Lebanon DMV refused, so Stafford took them to court. What? Just, <laughs> if they were going to inconvenience me, then I was going to inconvenience them, he said. Stafford dropped $165 to file three lawsuits in Russell County uh, General District Court. One lawsuit was against the Lebanon DMV itself, and the, uh, the other two were against specific employees. On December 10th, the judge dismissed all the lawsuits when Stafford was provided all the phone numbers in court by a representative from the state's attorney general. Stafford has posted all these numbers on his website. I think the backbone to our republic and our democracy is open government and transparency in government, and it shocks me that a lot of people don't know the power of the Freedom of Information Act. Yet Stafford wasn't done. Less than 24 hours later, he collected hundreds of rolls of pennies to pay his taxes uh, at the DMV. He then hired 11 people at $10 an hour to help him break open the rolled coins. It took them four hours to do this, costing Stafford $440. He then brought, bought five, uh, the five wheelbarrows, which cost him another $400. All in all, Stafford spent... Uh, $1,005 to get 10 phone numbers and drop off a bunch of pennies. Jesus. Christ. Not to mention the $2,987.14 <coughs> he had to pay him the taxes, which he happily brought to the DMV on Wednesday morning. The DMV had to accept his form of payment because of the U.S. Coinage Act of 1965 says that coins are legal tender for all debts, public charges, taxes, and dues. According to Stafford, the employees of the DMV did not cause a fuss. The DMV employees are being very respectful and accommodating considering the situation. Yeah, the situation where you're a fucking prick. Jesus Christ, this guy. Yeah. This guy's got a lot of time on his hands. I don't know how. He has multiple houses and he's, <laughs> he's spending so many, so many dollars on the taxes. Jesus Christ. Damn. He's a douchebag. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Just like I'm going to a party with this guy, it'd be the most. I I don't think he has any friends. I hope not. Like that's why he had to pay people, you know, ten dollars an hour to un unroll pennies. <laughs> now, and what does a roll of pennies? Is that like uh, fifty cents, or is that coming a dollar? Um, I think a roll of pennies is fifty cents. I'd assume so because a dollar would be the freaking yeah roll of. Pennies worth. Um, how many coins in a regular roll of coins? Uh, nickel is forty. Okay, why aren't you telling me about pennies? Yeah, it's got to be penny fifty. Fifty. Yeah. So how many Jesus rolls? Jesus Christ. Um. So it was. Hang on. They listed the number of pennies in here. Uh. Let's see. A lot of fucking. Oh no! It was they. Hundred, oh, yep. Hundreds of them or something. Now, couldn't couldn't the DMV just brought the penny, all the, the change to a bank and have a bank use their coin machine instead? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Uh, that is five thousand nine hundred and seventy-four uh, point nine rolls of pennies. Where the fuck do you find that many rolls of pennies? That's a lot of banks bank. you go to. No, well, there's no more pennies in circulation. <laughs> he has them all. 
Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Yeah, because one bank isn't going to have that many rolls of pennies. No, he probably had the special order in $2,000 or almost $3,000 in pennies. Wow. So it cost this guy $4,000 in God knows how much time to uh, take care of this issue. No, no, it was more than that because I forgot about the, uh, the $400 that he spent on court fees. Yeah. Because, yeah... That's that's the right thing to do. Let's let's sue the pants off of the motherfuckers who uh <laughs> who just who are just trying to do their job. And like, you're like, no. Couldn't he have like probably just solved this by literally walking right into the DMV and just doing yeah. it all there? Yeah. And but, it would have taken him like an hour tops, probably less than that. But I mean, but he had to prove his point that he was very important and had a lot of time on his hands. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs a hobby, but some people, I guess they have to... some. Some people's hobbies is just douchebaggery. Yeah, <laughs> just one hundred percent douchebaggery. That can take you far. Mm-hmm. All right. So the discussion topic today was going to be, uh, well, and it might still be. We'll see how you guys react to it because I kind of came up with it this afternoon while I was reading this. What do you think is the most petty form of revenge that you could take on somebody? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think of this? Was there something? Yeah, like... this uh, this, this oh, entire okay. story. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the most petty form of revenge. <sighs> like, I don't know. It's like, you know, somebody takes your parking space, and so you just, you park, like, real close to them. Or, you know, you, like, shit like that. Just petty-ass things. Uh, stealing the uh, the uh, the Declaration of no. Independence. You're right. <laughs> stealing the caps off their tires, so they so like it doesn't do. So they just uh, <laughs> right. just like the little like yeah, screw on little screw on that things. protect the stems. Yeah, just, just take <laughs> just steal those, and they wouldn't notice. No, yeah, but you would know their tire. <laughs> And then they were like, oh, it fell off somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I forgot to put that back on last Why time. Why don't I, I have any of these? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's great. <sighs> oh, man. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I don't know. Uh, like... When you're like at the if you're if you have a shitty customer in the in like the fast food drive through, you could like and you're working that like so McDonald's the rule is two pickles, you just give them one. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that'd be pretty. It's pretty fucking petty. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sure there's a lot of things you do at a restaurant. Oh yeah, well yeah, you know you, you give them like the smallest tomato, or. You know, like half a piece of cheese. You could uh, stomp around in some mud before you go into the building to order your food. So you just get a whole bunch of mud on the floor. Who are you punishing? Well, I guess you're punishing the you're one employee. Di- who you're just being to... really petty. Yeah, you are. <laughs> just like, you know, fuck this place. I had to wait five minutes for my order yesterday, so I'm just going to smear mud all over the floor. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, you could actually show up to your court date when you get a uh, speeding ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Even though you know you, you're totally in the wrong and you were totally speeding, but fuck that cop, man. Now he has to take time out of his day. Well, yeah, and a lot of times they just kind of throw those cases out the window. Then they're like, "All right, he actually showed up. Shit, guess, let's just give it to him." Then. <laughs> you could serve somebody like a slightly warm beer. <laughs> Yeah, that sometimes happens because we have a high heat dishwasher and we only have so many glasses, so then you're stuck with warm ones. But if I did that on purpose to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Every time they come in, they have a heated glass. (laughs) Just that one guy who's just like, he's not not really like a bad customer, but he's just, he's like a little too loud or he doesn't tip quite good enough. There, I guess uh, when Robbie and Adam were working on Friday or whatever, there was some guy in there at the end of the night that put like 10 bucks in the jukebox and played a bunch of music, and then it got to be like 2.15, and they paused the jukebox, and he got all pissy and stuff, and he wanted his money back, and he was going to come in the next day and talk to Lynn about it and everything. Like, no, no. That guy gets a warm glass. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not my fault that uh, 100 people have put songs in before you, and you're stupid enough to put music in this late at night. When, yeah. Yeah. So I just laughed about that. One. Yep. We could, if we were mad at Casey, we could rotate all the microphones and and the headphones. You know that uh, bell behind him? <laughs> yeah, that, that, would, that would that would make me really that, pissy. that bell that's right behind him. I t- I could like take it apart, like get t- just remove the part that makes the noise. <laughs> or else that'd be real sad. I like I, the only part I like about the bell is the part that makes the noise. <laughs> that's the only part anybody likes about a bell. If you like a bell, and that it's is. not a bell anymore. It's just a, a, it's just a thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, if you take away the noise part, I don't know what its purpose is anymore. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm worried. I'm going to have to, like, keep the bell under lock and key now. Uh, Let's see. You could, uh, let's see. Well, another thing you could do with a car is uh, kind of uh, use some uh, super glue and just try to get in that uh, door, the keyhole. On the, oh god, that'd suck! But only the driver's side, so they so they could still get in the passenger <laughs> side, <laughs> but they can't. They'd have to crawl over. <laughs> I found a tumbler of uh, petty uh, petty revenge stories and ideas. Let's see if there's anything good on here. What was that one thing with the cell phone where you take like a screenshot of the home screen? Oh, and oh! You can do that on uh, PC too. Yeah. Like that was the it's the big. Is one. that the one where? It was yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So the the real way to do it, and this is this is the best, is so what you do is you, so first first you have to like make sure the mouse isn't shown on the screen. And then you snap a snap a a screenshot. Yep. Of the desktop, then you uh you know paste it into Paint, and then you rotate it upside down. <laughs> right. Then you set that as the desktop image. Then uh, you hide all icons on the desktop, and you hide the start bar. Yeah. <laughs> and then you uh, there's there's a setting that you can go into in Windows to uh, like tell that you have the monitor upside down. <laughs> and so then you flip the monitor, and that way when they move the mouse up, it goes down. <laughs> and, le- and you move it left, it goes right. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Just do that to Jake. Tom. We we well uh, we did it to we had a we had a new employee who was he'd been there for like two months 
and he decided he was going to fuck with Jake by putting, like, a piece of, like, clear tape on the bottom of his mouse so, you know, it wouldn't pick anything up. Jake figured it out in, like, two minutes. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, shit, all right. And he's like, Casey, fuck with him for me. And I was like, <laughs> well, okay. <clears throat> Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Took him to figure it out. And that was after we went out and, and fixed it for him. Uh, at one point, he had he had taken the monitor and flipped it upside down and was holding it there while try like while on the phone with a customer trying to like <laughs> troubleshoot their issue. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So that's probably why it took him three hours because he had to actually work at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. That's very funny. <laughs> Oh man, just does he still work there? No, no, <laughs> no. But that's unrelated issue. Unrelated, uh, unrelated issue. Um, you could uh, start like a shake. Somebody like somebody if you're grabbing beer for somebody, you just like give it a really big shake. Right. Oh, if somebody's dog shits in your yard, you could just pick it up and put it in the your their yard. Yeah. Like, in, like, uh, you know, like, just kind of, like, right at the end of their driveway. And pretty soon there's just a nice, like, big pile of poo. You could, uh, no, like, I think you should do a little bit more than that. You should, uh, leave notes. Just passive-aggressive notes? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, you, you know what you do is you move it over into their yard, and you take one of those little lawn signs, like, they, that they have for, uh, for, like, those, those little, like, orange flags that are used to, like, mark stuff, and you just put the little flag by the poo and every time you do that so now then all of a sudden they have a bunch of orange flags in there <laughs> or you could put it in there and decorate it like those people in the saw it on the moaning the the moaning of life the on netflix what is there's that? like poo decorators in New what York. is the moaning of life it's uh carl pilkington the guy who was ricky gervais's friends he was on uh an idiot abroad where ricky Gervais would send him around the world and do stupid shit Huh. He has his own show on Netflix, and it's six episodes long, and it's fucking funny as hell. Uh, all right, I will have to yeah. watch this. And he just tries great. to find the meaning of life in different ways and what makes people happy. And one of them was, like, the meaning of art, and he was making fun of people. And he went on, like, a tour of New York with these people who decorate dog poop because people just leave their dog shit laying around in places. So, so yeah, you could do that with their... Yeah, just throw it in there, put some sprinkles on it, and then... Sprinkled Spray dog shit. gold or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys want some sprinkled dog shit? <laughs> have somebody, Chocolate. I mean, if somebody's like dog is pooping in your yard, like you could just uh, use some salt and like just make start spelling out in their yard with, with the salt or like uh, some just full on plant killer or weed killer that and just in their grass spell clean up after your dog. Right. Or every spot that kills your gl- grass, you kind of like work it out so it's in the same spot in their yard and pour some salt. Right <laughs> you there. just start killing spots in their yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah but that becomes slightly malicious. And <laughs> well, no, you just like kill the size of like the dog turd. And, okay, and, like, that makes sense. So every time you see a, a dog turd in your yard, you spray a little bit uh, and like kill a spot of their lawn. Yep. Nope. Kind of um, work it out so it's the same spot that your spot's dead. <laughs> so a little off topic. I watched a uh, Netflix movie today. Uh, I watched the Three Musketeers. It, I thought it was gonna be the Disney one, you know, like the good one from way back. It was not. It was from like 2014 or something. It had Orlando Bloom in it as the. Uh, I think he was. Uh, oh yeah, I know. What he, you're was, talking he was. About. He was Buckingham. I thought you meant it was a Netflix. Well, original. no, no, it wasn't a Netflix oh, original. Man. It was just on Netflix. Man, that that movie was a steaming high, pile of uh, horseshit. Like. Yep. 
There were airships. <laughs> what? There were goddamn airships for some reason. And the Three Musketeers. But, like, was everything else, like, uh, steampunky? Or no. Was it just, they just had airships? They had airships. <laughs> like, so, so it starts with, so the Three Musketeers, they're not, like, bodyguards for the king. They're spies. Okay. And they're working with uh, Lady De Winter. Uh, who's who's played by? Do uh, any of them have actual muskets? But no, they. I mean, there's some pistols that are seen, but no muskets. But anyway, uh, anyway, the the lady is played by the underworld, uh, girl. Kate Beckinsale. No, no. Okay, <laughs> that's not that one. Maybe, maybe it's the. Oh no, it's not the underworld girl. It's the one from the Resident Evil films. Oh, all right, Mila Jovovich. That's it. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, and then, like, so, it starts with a spy mission, where they're in England, and they're stealing some plant, or no, no, they're not in England, they're in Italy, on a spy mission, to steal something from Da Vinci's vault. Okay. Because we're just throwing Italian things at the wall right now. Uh, and then... Uh, they get betrayed by Lady De Winter, obviously. So then, like, it flashes forward, and you meet D'Artagnan, and he's like, "I'm gonna go be a musketeer," like he like he is in the in the original. Uh, and then he gets there, and like the uh, the main bad guy insults his horse, and so he challenges the the main bad guy to a duel. So uh, instead of pulling out his sword, the main bad guy just pulls out his pistol and shoots him. That's good. Right? Just pulls an Indiana Jones. Peter just texted, sent me a message. Oh, cool, my beer that I'm not there to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a, I got text messages. <laughs> oh, cool, my beer. He, said, no, it, he says, no, it's not coming. There's still some beer left, Pete. <laughs> well, I mean, not for long, probably. I'm not having any more. Nope. Well, there's a bit left. Text him, tell him to show up. He can have what's left. <laughs> um, yeah, so... What, what I was talking... Oh, yeah. So then, all of a sudden, like, the uh, they, they meet up with the Musketeers, and that's a whole thing, and they, like, that part of the movie ha- sandals pretty much the same. Uh, but then, all of a sudden, there's goddamn airships. For whatever reason. I don't know why there's airships. They're like... And then the the king comes out and he's like, "Well, I want airships." What? And then it turns out that the cardinal was making secret airships oh. that were bigger than the British airships. And then the movie ends with uh, the 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 Buckingham or whatever uh, just taking a fleet of airships towards France to start a war. And that was the end of the movie. What, was that a movie or a fever dream? I mean, <laughs> it was a movie because. I could not have come up with that fever dream. Like, just ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. No, it, it doesn't. And I was a little upset because I really like The Three Musketeers, and I was excited for a, I guess, a gritty reboot of The Three Musketeers. But no, I got motherfucking airships. That is not a thing. <laughs> and if they're going to have the airships, they should have gone, like, all the way. Like, just toss a whole bunch of steampunk in there and... Maybe not call the Three Musketeers. Oh, but apparently one was really good at diving. Uh, and he had, like, this face mask but no scuba gear. But he was able to stay underwater for really long periods of time. All right. I still don't understand how that works. Well, like, how long? Or why he had a leather leather face mask. I don't know. So the first, the first scene in the movie is him, like, 
shooting somebody from underwater with a crossbow. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, like, you can be underwater for, like, people can train themselves to be underwater for quite a while, but I don't know how long you mean by how long he was underwater. I don't, I don't know why he needed a mask then. It would probably not help. No, probably not. Especially a leather one. Not it just really. does not work. All right, man. I'm just frustrated now. I want yeah. petty revenge on that movie. Just go well, watch the moaning of life. You'll be happy. Okay. What could you do as petty revenge for a movie like that? Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure it got terrible ratings anyway. It did. So it had two stars on Netflix. That should have been my first. <laughs> you still watch? Well, that is your fault. Why? I don't like Netflix ratings can be wrong. Very rarely. Very rarely. But they can be. They can give you a hint as to uh, what to expect. And two stars on a movie like that. I mean, it's not going to make you think airships, but it should make you think, you know, this might not wow, be a very good a movie. Wow, got a 5.8 on IMDb. Out of what? actually surprisingly good. Oh, yeah? Uh, Maybe oh. IMDb really likes uh, airships. Fred says that the, uh, the Penny guy lives 19 miles away from him. Fred, you should just go drop a pile of pennies. On his front stoop. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you want to spread him throughout the, his yard. Well, I, I'm thinking like, you know, like once a month, you just kind of go like throw a handful of pennies at his house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just, like if you get a whole bunch of them in his yard, like then they have to be picked out. Of course, on the other hand, we know that he's just going to pay people like $10 an hour to pick him out of his lawn. <laughs> I love it. So that kind of... Kind of kills it a little bit, unless you yeah. do get like a bunch of people in the town start throwing pennies at his lawn. Boop. I don't know. That was a shitty thing for him to do, though. Yeah, it was. All right. Um, I don't know. I think we might just do a short episode this yeah. week. Because yeah, it's just like there's been uh, some things that happened this week that just kind of has everybody a little bummed out, and we have the whole uh, Packer game that happened too, and that's a little bumming. So. <laughs> I think we're just going to kind of call her short, guys. <laughs> Maybe some nachos will cheer me up. Right? I hope so. That needs to cheer me up, man. I don't know. So, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in this week, and I apologize for the uh, for the, the shorter show. Uh, there will probably be a little bit of a longer show next Sunday. Uh, we'll be having some Central Waters 19 on the show, so that'll be exciting. Uh, and then the following week, we are off for, well, we might be off. I got to talk with some people and see if we're off for Super Bowl Sunday or not, but we'll figure it out. Uh, All right. Uh, That's kind of the end of the show. If you'd like to shoot us an email or whatever, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. Or you can find us at Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. Or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week.